0: Hey everyone, Randy Brown here coming to you with a new Swamp Talk on emotional control today. What is it? Emotional control is keeping things like speed and power out of the learning process because they are the biggest deterrent to us gaining success and moving forward. You can put speed and power back into tests, say if you were going to a competition or you were having a match or a bout, that's fine. But in the day-to-day learning process, it is not helpful. We need to keep the stress down so we can actually learn. So with that said, emotions run high when you have people taking swings at you in class or you're rolling in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is the sparring on the ground. This can get intense you got egos that get in the way you have pressure that you create on yourself Uh, perceived pressure from others or from a teacher none of these are gonna help us so we have to try to get rid of this stuff how do we do it well this is a great principle I picked up from a mantis boxing coach I was working with for years Uh, probably uh, really really good method uh, to keeping things even in the class Now a quick aside when I first learned this I would go out to work with him This is out in San Diego and I would be sparring when I was out there But when I came back home, I was already a teacher I was already running a school and I was trying to bring this stuff in and help my students get this material So when you're a teacher, uh, you're taking more of a guidance, a guiding hand role in the class. It's not the same. You don't have to work this the same. So I actually didn't get to work on this a lot. I would spar outside of classes with friends and acquaintances or people I'd meet up with. But not enough that I got to really pay attention to how this could play out and how strong it was. It wasn't until I started doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu that it really came full circle for me. Uh, there were times where I would show up for class and it's, there would be some guy in the room that had this angry-ass look on his face. He's just looking mean and nasty, and I knew damn well I was going to get paired up with him. Sure enough, it would happen. It happened many, many times over the years. And at first you know it causes it obviously anxiety and you're like oh no here we go gonna be a battle for the ages again Um, which one of us is gonna get an injury Uh, it's gonna be a slugfest so I needed to mitigate this risk and manage this so what I would do uh, is what I'm gonna share with you guys today And this is the key to emotional control is talking it's that simple talking so what I would do is I would go up and introduce myself and tell them my name I ask their name and ask them a question like where do you work or where are you from something simple to get the ball rolling and we would talk for a couple minutes if the bell was going off I would even Refused to roll for a few seconds just to talk and get break the ice. And you know what happened? Every single time, except for one, over the years, that guy turned out to be really nice. Found out we had stuff in common, and then the match would take place, and it would be relaxed, and we would have fun, and it would be a good roll instead of one of us walking away with an injury, or egos hurt, or just too much intensity, and nobody got any learning out of it. So what do you do? And why does this matter? Well, it takes the stress down immensely. It turns out that those guys that I was talking about being really mad, they looked really angry, They were just as nervous and anxious as everybody else. That was fear expressing itself in a different way on their face than on your face or my face. So you never know how things can work out until you try. Now, this is another tool is even while you're sparring or rolling, try talking. If you feel that anxiety go up, you feel yourself getting nervous again, try talking. Because, at the end of the day, every match we have is an opportunity to learn. And if we're stressed out, we're not learning. We're relying on whatever we've done in the past already, instead of gaining new skills. Let's take a minute to talk about new students. When new students start, they have two skills when they walk in the door. Speed and power. And they don't know anything else. So they're going to be trying to use those tools that they know to win or to succeed. So there's a couple things right off the bat. One, we don't spar with them or roll with them when they first start. We give them a few weeks to get acclimated, teach them some things. But always remember that the people that are newer and have less tools in their toolbox are always going to be falling back on that whenever they get into a stress situation so those of the higher skill level they have to be responsible for helping to manage the lower belts help bring them up to speed help them acclimate help them de-stress you know these are the traits that when people think of martial arts sometimes they think of I want more discipline or I want more control over my own emotions and They aspire to get those skills. Well, you don't just get them from showing up from class and having somebody yell at you or tell you to stand in a horse dance for 20 minutes. You don't even get it from sparring all the time. Sure, you'll build up some resilience to that sparring, but you're not learning to control your emotions or to manage yourself. And beating ourselves is one of the biggest challenges we have. There's a great quote from Sun Tzu. If you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. If you know yourself, but not the enemy, for every victory gained, you will also suffer a defeat. If you know neither the enemy nor yourself, you will succumb in every battle. And this is a good thing to remember. We have part of our responsibility as fighters and boxers and martial artists is to know ourselves and then learn about our enemy and everything that they could possibly know to defeat us that's what sparring will give us eventually is that acclimation to all this variety and variability the dynamicism of a fight things can change they're random the more we train the more we see the more we're likely to know what's coming But if we can't control our own emotions when we're at training, then we won't be able to learn because what will happen is we'll just keep hitting that stress point. And once we're in that stress zone, like I said before, we're back in survival mode. We're not actually learning and gaining skills. Over the years, I've had many people come in with prior experience and they didn't train this way either. I didn't train this way the first seven years that I trained. Every time I would spar, it was okay. If somebody else got out of hand or I was going up against somebody that was uh, nasty, then I'd just ramp it up too. I wouldn't de escalate the situation beforehand, it'd just be a battle of wills and a test of skills. But we can do better than that. And over the years when people have come in from other schools, other training, I've had to teach them the same thing. And one of the things I have said to them, each and every one of them, when they start going faster, when they start going with more power, and I ask, do you want to learn new skills or do you just want to keep the skills you have? And they stop and think for a minute. Because most of the time, they want new skills. And that's when we have a conversation. It's like, well, if you don't learn to slow down and get the power out of here, then you're going to stay the same fighter that you were when you walked in my door. And that's fine. That's not a problem. But I can't help you unless you want to be helped. And that's when we have to change and take a step forward and That's the best perspective I can give you on it. If you do have prior experience, got to add this principle into your training and you'll see yourself soar. Well, here's a story from when I was a kid that highlights this point perfectly. I was in the center of town. There was a bandstand. We were climbing on it, hanging out, a friend and I, and another kid showed up. He was an on-again, off-again friend. Sometimes he would figure out that he wasn't, didn't have to be a jerk, and uh, then we would be friends. And as soon as he went back to being a jerk, we wouldn't be friends anymore. But uh, today uh, that he showed up, this day in particular, he was in jerk mode. And he pushed me off the bandstand. I fell down. Uh, it's about 10 feet, maybe. And it hurt. I crashed to the ground, and I was pissed off. So uh, he thought it was funny, and I went after him. But when I went after him, I lost all my composure. I was very angry. I got tunnel vision, and all I saw was him. And I tore across the grass, barreled into him, and he sidestepped me and threw me to the side. I landed in the dirt. I got up. He punched me and punched me again, pushed me down. I got up, and the anger, I was furious. All Now all I saw was red. And I went after him again. He sidestepped, threw me to the ground, and he just kept doing it. And the angrier I got, the more he just threw me around like a rag doll. It got me absolutely nowhere. So (laughs) this is why learning this principle and getting a hold of ourselves and getting control of ourselves can be very advantageous